Welcome to the First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Anne Louise Gittleman is a New York Times bestselling author of over 37 books on diet, detox, the environment, and women's health. For more than four decades, Anne Louise has been regarded as a leading voice and visionary in nutrition and who has fearlessly stood on the front lines of holistic and integrative medicine. For more information, check out annlouise.com. That's A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com. And here's your host, Anne Louise Gittleman. Hello, everyone. Anne Louise Gittleman here for First Lady of Nutrition. And as many of you know, I'm the author of over 35 books. Many of those books were devoted to women's health, including one of them entitled Hot Times, How to Eat Well, Live Healthy, and Feel Sexy During the Change. So it's my pleasure today to introduce a gal who is a menopause fitness coach. Her name is Barb Hawkins. And I'd like to know what's new on the menopause front. Barb Hawkins, tell me what is new on the menopause front, my dear? <laughs> lots, uh, lots of uproar and lots of things are always going on in the menopause arena, luckily today, because it is kind of more on the forefront versus let's say when my mom was going through menopause. So my big thing is getting gals out there and really lifting weights to prevent you know, that bone density drop and osteoporosis, that's what I'm pretty passionate about. Excellent. Are you familiar with the Super Slow program? Super Slow, I am not. So it's a program I've been doing for about 20 years. It's a Super oh. Slow 15-minute exercise program, which builds bone, strong muscles, and is excellent to prevent osteopenia and osteoporosis. I'm a living proof that it works. I've been doing oh. it for 20 years. 15 right. minutes twice a week. So I salute you in that regard. You know, as <laughs> I was telling my listeners many years ago, I wrote many, many books, but two of which were devoted to menopause. One was called Hot Times. When I went through menopause, I didn't have any of the traditional symptoms. My first symptom was the inability to sleep. Can you mm -hmm. talk about the most unconventional symptoms? You don't have to have hot flashes or night sweats. I had nothing like that, but was simply going through menopause in, in my own unique fashion. So what mm -hmm. are the most unusual symptoms that spell menopause? For me, it's been this idea of complacency. It's something that's not talked about a lot ever, especially in the social media and today. I don't really like to name it. My doctor actually last week, she's a concierge doctor. She goes, are you depressed? And I said, well, no. I said, but it is interesting. When I was going through the change, I felt like, gosh, I really don't even feel like getting out of bed, which is very unlike me. Luckily, I had a business or I probably just sleep all day because <laughs> it's just really not. I'm very energetic. It wasn't like me. And I didn't name it. I didn't talk. I have four sons. Didn't bring it up didn't bring it up with my husband and I knew it would pass. It was just, it, for me, it was more like, this is really very interesting. And I'm sure other women have this and indeed they do. Um, that is, you know, they probably suffer in silence because it's not, you know, something that we talk about a lot, but I don't like to name things. I don't like to say, Oh, I'm depressed because then I've named it. And then my brain is always thinking about that. So I, for me, I prefer just to kind of push through. So did you find that problems like sleep deprivation, inability to sleep, the complacency that we're talking about, are those typical symptoms of menopause? 
Yeah, you know, an older age, um, you know, my husband's 63, so he's a little older as we get older. Yeah, it's just the inability to sleep. Even if you're on bioidenticals, sometimes it's once you wake up in the middle of the night, either to go to the bathroom or whatever, trying to get back to sleep. But yeah, it, the sleep is a big thing. So me personally, I try to eliminate, you know, the blue light a couple hours beforehand, you know, just doing certain things, taking a warm bath or shower and keeping my bedroom colder than the rest of the house just kind of signaling to my body hey you know mellow out we're gonna go to sleep so in the research that i did 20 years ago the age of 51 was considered to be menopausal has that changed that is still remains to be true right 51 um instantly that's when i hit menopause and lockdowns and i was 51 also but yeah that that does seem to be still steady and so what are most women complaining about? Are we talking about the menopause, the menopause belly fat? Are we talking yeah. about lack of libido? What seems to be the most common symptoms that you're encountering? With my clients, 100%, it's the belly fat. They're just confused about it because it does come on so quickly, right? Um, it's just that fat redistribution. And so they're really at odds about that. You know, they don't talk about libido a lot, probably in society. They may not want to. And if they had one pain point, it's absolutely that belly fat. It's just because, again, they really haven't changed their diet in their minds. And it's really frustrating for them. So do you still see a lot of hot flashes and mood swings with the menopausal wake and the menopause you, you certainly allude to? Do you think that a lot of this can be handled with bioidenticals? Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I, you know, to, I know you didn't ask this, but I am on bioidenticals. My doctor sat me down when I was 51. He goes, okay, you're in menopause now. It's time to have a hormone talk. He took me into his nice office, 45 minutes. I thought all doctors did that with their patients. Uh, uh, you're very lucky, very uh, lucky. And um, I was still very confused. And I spent the next few years researching. He put me on bioidenticals. I was fine. I trust him. Um, but I was really confused, very confusing because there wasn't a lot, still isn't a lot of information about it. Since then, I see a functional doctor. I do have the Alzheimer gene. I have one of them. So of course I'm on bioidenticals, right? Because of brain disease. So um, yeah, I mean, but it, yes. I personally thought, well, just because I have hot flashes, I'm not going to go on bioidenticals. But the way he explained, and since I've learned certain cancers and, you know, osteoporosis, I don't weigh a lot. I have very thin bones. So for me personally, it was the right decision, you know, for health for me. But yeah, the, the night flashes, which is interesting because even sometimes I have trouble sleeping. So that's what I'm saying. Bioidenticals, it's you think it's like, you know, the golden seal, but it's like, gosh, my bioidenticals, why can't I get to sleep? You know, but again, my mind is right. Oh, I should do this. You know, it could be me, but, or sometimes it's just like, wow, I'm just lying here. It's weird. The thing that I get concerned about with bioidenticals, it, it's a real commitment. Number one, it's a financial commitment. These things are usually out of pocket. That's number one. I find that you have to get tested every two to three months. I use particular creams, which I think are helpful, the bioidentical estrone and estriol. And I'm even doing a progesterone topically, which I have my own cream, a progesticate cream, but there are also other things like pregnenolone and DHA. Do you support that? 
I don't try to go way over far. I, I'm pretty conservative. I like all the creams, that sort of thing. You know, as I talk to my doctors, it's kind of like, if you can do the minimum amount for the minimum amount of time is because we don't know everything. Right. And, and back when I started researching, this was only three years ago. Um, it was okay. Do it, but not after you're 60. And now that research is kind of changing a little bit, you know, they just don't know everything. And so, but like my doctor said, the minimum amount for the minimum amount of time, and I've gone off, off of them too. And, you know, it's not really something you want to, but for me, I was like, gosh, I don't know if I'm doing it right. So I went off it for a while and I didn't feel that great. You know, the hot flashes within a couple of weeks came off, but for me, it's quality of life. I really like being on it. Um, and I know again, because of the, of, because I have the dementia, you know, Alzheimer's gene, I know it's important for me and to keep my bones strong, but I lift heavy. So, you know, that, that component is pretty well taken care of. So what do you teach your women about diet? Is there anything unusual during the menopausal stage of life? It's really the same. It, it's really about educating them on where they are, you know, in their, let's say, food education. A lot of women don't have any idea about a calorie. They don't know about a surplus or a deficit. Most women don't eat nearly enough, They and they haven't for years. I, I was like that for, for a while, for sure. Um, we just don't eat enough. And so they're kind of malnourished, I mean, very technically, because they're trying to survive off 11, 1,200 calories or less for a long time because they think that's how they are to lose the belly fat, which is counterproductive for them. So I, I get them eating more, actually. It's really difficult for some because it's a mental barrier, but they trust the process and they see that they're getting stronger and with the weight training, you know, their body does change. So they really learn to appreciate food, whereas a lot of women treat food as, you know, not fuel. They don't understand that food is your best friend it fuels your body, they give you energy, helps with the muscle building. And so that's my whole goal with them is to change their attitude toward it. And what do you do with your women? Give me an idea of the program that you offer. Yeah, so it's all online. And because it's a custom coaching program, it's very individual for the person, depends on their goals. And of course, most people do wanna lose some fat or weight. So we go to work on that initially. And if they don't, then their diet, you know, would be a, a little bit differently, but they, my head coach, my trainer, cause I'm a power lifter. Um, I got a state record holder in Florida. And so my powerlifting coach has a master's degree. And I'm like, I want you writing all my gals clients, their programs, because most of my clients are 40, 50, even 60 year old, you know, doctors, executives, really busy career gals. I don't want them getting hurt. And so I'm like, my program, what I'm on, it's called conjugate. It's a conjugate style system right. that we make sure they are not having any kind of overuse injury. They're, we're bringing up weak areas, which everybody has, for instance, like the hamstrings, minor weak, right? So we bring those up so you can lift heavier, which brings on more lean muscle tissue and they get stronger, more mobile, more functioning. That's really important for me as a coach to make sure because everybody travels and I want them to be able to travel to Europe and, you know, to go to the pyramids, whatever they want to do and not do it in a walker. And that is predominantly what they want. And I just kind of educate them on that and put them through this 
heavier lifting than what they're used to, even though it might be dumbbells. I get them out of just holding eight pounds, you know, let's do 10 and then 12. How about 15? So it's really cool to watch. So this is an in-person training. This is all 100% online. So the way I train with my coach, um, he's in Ohio, I'm in Florida. And so the way these online apps work now is my clients send me two videos a day of them actually doing very specific exercises that I need to see their form on. Let's say it's a goblet squat. So a brand new beginner would do a body weight squat. Then they hold a dumbbell in front. They do a, a, a goblet squat. So I can see their form. Are they going to parallel? Is it a hip issue? Maybe it's an ankle mobility, or maybe they're doing a beautiful job and they just need to go heavier. And I give them feedback on that. And also it lets me know, okay, I can see that she's not able to get to to parallel, you know, down low enough. So we're going to give her these other exercises, which are accessory exercises to bring up those issues. And so that's how the program works. And she gets stronger, leaner, works on some muscle imbalances so that she doesn't have knee problems and lower back issues. I see. So the, the clients, the participants have to be very, very motivated. Some aren't. So I have different tiers. <laughs> it's a great question. Some aren't. They, you know, tell me. So I have a really high tier that I'm, you know, boxering them. It's a voice messaging app every single day. Right. I know they've told me I, I need you, Barb, every day, you know. And so they have to check in with me every day. That's a very high, it's called high touch level because they know that if I have another gal who is really motivated, then she, you know what? She doesn't need the daily boxery me of me bothering her. She still gets that one-on-one -on -one high touch coaching, um, but she's a little bit motivated. So I that's why when I talk to the gals on the phone, you know, on, on the Zoom, I just kind of ask them what kind of, you know, what are you looking for in a program? Are you motivated? Accountability? What what do you need? So how do how do your clients get rid of the belly fat? That's, that's a primary issue here. So what do you tell them? Can you give us some hints? Yeah. So it's really diet, right? And so usually you say, oh, it's an 80, 20 rule and I'm turning 56 in August. And, um, I now, you know, it, it's more like 90% diet. It's, it's like, even me, it's like, dang, you know, it's, it's a, it's, um, it's troubling. Okay. And I love to experiment with myself. I have purposely gained weight three seasons in a row, not only to get a look, I only weigh 112, usually 110. How tall right are now. you? How tall are you? Well, I don't tell you that. <laughs> oh, okay. The only reason I don't, because women do have body dysmorphia and then they're going to compare their cell. Oh, I should look like Barb. They already do it, but I don't want that. And so I have very skinny bones. And so my doctor said, look, you know, Harvard said, if you, you know, low BMI and you weigh less than 127, you're kind of up, up the creek with osteoporosis. It does increase your risk. So I'm like, okay, Barb, get a little healthier, get some weight. But it was really difficult for me to eat, but I do. Um, I gained the surplus. However, every single summer I was able to lean back out. And so it's very easy actually to lose fat if you've been eating enough. Gaining the muscle is so much harder than losing fat. Indeed. So if I can 
If I can get them to eat more, because trust me, they're only eating 1,100 calories. That is such a deficit. If you're if you're eating less than 1,700, it's like your body is like, whoa, okay. That's why the fat is hanging around the belly because it has to protect all those precious organs, right? And it, that's just what your body does. And so once they start eating even 13, 1,400 calories, by scientific definition, it's still, you know, it's still a deficit, but then they're moving more. You're not going to be doing a bunch of sit-ups or things like that. It's just you're doing compound movements like squats and deadlifts. Even if you're not using a barbell, you can use a dumbbell. By Again, you're not going to be able to squat down without keeping your core engaged. That works those intermuscular, you know, the core whole torso gets worked but it's really through the diet yeah so, i mean I, so I, what I, did you have for breakfast hi my friends before i go any further let me take a moment to, to acknowledge my sponsor unikey health at unikeyhealth.com which is your universal key to health since 1992. I have been a spokesperson for this company for over 30 years. They're the home of all my weight loss plans, the Fat Blasting Bio Builder, which has been featured in national magazines. They also carry the ultimate brain support and the magnesium multitasker. So whether it's weight loss, internal cleansing, or just targeted health support, go to unikeyhealth.com. Tell them Anne Louise sent you. So because I eat all non-processed foods for 25 years, no food dyes, no preservatives. So I'm kind of addicted to rolled oats. I eat the same 15 foods every day. Um, most people do, right? They eat the same foods. Um, we I travel a lot about 16 weeks a year. So I'm always eating out. So I'm really, really disciplined when I'm at home just to keep, you know, keep, keep pretty lean year round. So I actually had a ribeye, pretty thick ribeye. I could not finish it off because I think it was about 10 ounces. Had a, I like steak and eggs for breakfast a lot. Always start with a lot of protein because I, I eat a lot of protein. We should eat a lot of protein, right? As an athlete, we Agreed, agreed. Yep. <clears throat> so steak and eggs, and then what about lunch? Then um, I would eat the rest of the ribeye. I had a bunch of fruit, big fruit eater. Um, I had salad along with my meat had a little bison um yeah it's always like I eat a lot I eat often and so and I always eat Greek yogurt sometime it's already four o'clock here so I'm going out to a Japanese restaurant which I'm not in love with but it's a party tonight so I'm like great but all day <laughs> I eat, right because seed oil is the way they cook it's just yeah I don't like that but I know I already know I'm going to have steak and the rice and try to have it without cedos or I'll just eat sushi like sandwich sushi or something. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big thing. I'm thinking about that all day. Like, cause I know that's coming. I know what's my, you know, I'm going to be bombarded with seed oils at a Japanese restaurant for sure. So do you take vitamin supplements? Do you suggest them for your women? So I like people to eat real food. Um, I'm not into protein shakes at all either. If they, if you have to do it, that's fine. Especially as you're learning to get all your, you know, real protein food in most of my clients, honestly, they do have to eat, you know, drink some protein shakes. Uh, but since I don't like any fake food, I tend to stay away unless I'm traveling, right. Then it's, you know, you just got to get your protein 
And supplements, that's the supplements that I take when I remember, it's more like what my doctor, functioning doctor, because yeah, like you say, you got to get a lot of tests. I, I do get a lot of blood work every few months. I like to know anyway, but if he says, oh, you're not methylating or whatever, take this. And it's like, okay, you know, you need some glutathione. It's, these are not like typical supplements. So, um, you know, that you would take my vitamin D is high. It used to be low because I used to do way too much sunblock. But um, being in Florida, and so now it's, yeah, my whole gig is keeping all my hormones balanced and just by eating good whole food. So are you a believer in cardio? So I technically zone two cardio. If you follow Dr. Peter Atia and Huberman, they did a big podcast about that. The zone two is, you know, you can never outdo that because I'm a big anti-ager. And so zone two is your, you know, great for longevity. It's a system that we pretty much live in. So you can, you can talk, but you can't sing in zone two. So I don't do cardio outside of walking my Husky. I'm not a big cardio. Like you would think if you looked at me, you would think, oh, that girl's like total cardio. Cause I'm very thin, but, um, no, I just believe in weight training. Yeah. And cardio, because when, if you think about this, if I'm, if I'm heavy deadlifting five sets of five, my, I actually go into zone five for my cardio during that time. It's like I'm huffing and puffing. And so when you work out, you know, you are getting cardio that way. And so what I find is a lot of gals, especially during lockdowns, everybody bought a Peloton or they want to go to a hit class orange theory that, and I did that. I mean, I, I I've done all that. I definitely overtrained and under eight, definitely the queen. I've learned my lesson. And so it just tuckers you out. You don't, gain any muscle because your body needs oxygen and your muscle takes up oxygen, right? And your body wants to keep you alive really easily. And so if you're doing a bunch of cardio and huffing and puffing, your body's like, oh man, this girl, whew, we need to give her a break. So it, they kind of unload some muscle for you. All cardio too much excessive will make your entire body smaller. That's why you see these orange theory people they, their body doesn't get sculpted. It gets smaller. That's why I'm all about sculpting a body. You can sculpt the body of your dreams. You do it through weight training. So if you had a new client, what is the process? I yeah. imagine you get people from all over the country. Do you, yeah. do you interview them? Do you see a video of them first? I mean, how does that process right. work? Good questions. Cause I just signed two clients today. Yeah. I'm all over the world worldwide people. And so first they hop on a call with me, right? They book a call, we hop on, they say, okay, it's great bar at two this morning. And so I send them the contract and they sign it, da, 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 the payment onboarding. So it's a whole assessment, past injuries, that sort of thing, um, any diet. And then I send them the assessment. So they're already in the app. I send them all that there. And then their assessment time comes, which is seven exercises that they will do. They're not hard exercises. It's just, I have to know where they are functioning. Right. And so they finish that. I send it to Teddy. He's in the app too. And then we write their program designed for them. Like really their function. I mean, I've had, you know, some clients that, we're a little heavier for sure. And they have not worked out in a decade. And so you can understand once you reach a certain age and you know this, your aging 
process really accelerates. And so I've had some gals that were kind of dysfunctioning is what, you know, we kind of, cause they couldn't, they couldn't get even hardly low enough for a goblet squat. They were having trouble with almost every exercise. That's okay. I don't tell them that we just know where we should start them. I would never, Oh, let's, you know, put a barbell on your back and, you know, never. Right. And so this one gal in particular, she wanted to work out at the gym, but I said, you know, you can just work out at home because technically the gym was too, she didn't need any equipment at the gym because she really needed a lot of mobility and just learning to be balanced and functioning first. And so that's, that's what she did. And then after a couple months, because it happens so quickly, if you have a trained professional, you know, like I do with, with my coach having a master's degree, you know, advanced anatomy, looking at this person and having very select exercises to their kind of weak areas, what they need to be brought up, then the person gets stronger very quickly. I love that. Is there anything that would disqualify somebody from entering the program? So I've had some gals, you know, feel bad if, you know, a lot of, I've had a couple um, gals with L5 and some back and we can deal with that because um, with Teddy, but then I've had a couple scoliosis. I have a son with a double S curve and I'm like, I, I just can't, you know, there are certain illnesses, if you will, or situations that I and Teddy both, we don't feel comfortable enough. They really should go see, you know, a PT. Um, and, and just because I know with my son, it's like, you know, with it, with a double S curve. So really other than that, no, I mean, different levels, kind of like I signed a girl today on my very highest level. And that's what she wanted. That one is highly vetted because I'm, you know, it's, it's a lot of contact with me and it's a lot of work for that person, right? Because I actually put in some two a days it's called, it's for the gal who really wants to train. Like I did, I I've had to get myself back in shape twice in my life and it was very intense. And there are some gals that are, I call it fed up. You're just fed up with yourself. <laughs> you just have to, you know, and I, as I was, and so, but that's highly vetted. I want to make sure really mentally, right? It's a mindset versus a gal who's like, you know, I got this belly fat. I'm really struggling. I don't know what to do. I can tell she's really not fed up. She's just kind of, you know, not, you know, hopeless, almost not sure what to do, but she's not fed up. She's not going to work out twice a day. She just, a lot of women don't even really want to work out, you know, four days a week. So it's, you know, that's why I have to talk to them. So give me the age group then of your people. Yeah. So since I'm a perimenopause menopause coach, really that age, um, I am 55. So I, I do have gals that are 39, 40, but most are 50 in their fifties. I have several in their sixties. Um, yeah. So it's really that, let's say 40 to 65. It's kind of that period. I mean, I'm postmenopausal now. So it's just because we kind of are going through life at the same time, not only, you know, health wise, it's just, we've kind of raised kids. If, if you've had children, you know, we're just at a different point. A lot of clients are getting ready to retire, thinking about that. They want to be very vital. I mean, if you think, you know, yeah, 30 more years, what do you want to do in your life? And so this is just part of it. So where do people find you? So I have a website, barbhawkandwellness.com and uh, Facebook, barbhawkandwellness, and then Instagram, barb.hawkin. Those are the main 
places, but you can just go on my website, Barb Hawk and Wellness, and at the bottom, you can see all that, but that's, that's really, and my programs are on there, my one-on-one custom coaching, it's all, it's all on there. And what are the, what are the price points in general, round ballpark figures? Yeah, so my highest tier, that fed up one that is really um, pretty intense, that is 5k for the six months, then it drops down to um, platinum, which is, it's, it vary. It's, it's on a sale. It was on a sale. It just ended. It was on a sale for 535 for four weeks. And then my gold package, which is the one like Barb, I don't need you, you know, yelling at me or whatever in, <laughs> in voice message, you know, I, I've got this. I just, you know, want a program. I want to talk to you. I want to send you my video and that, and that one is a new, because I have a lot of clients who've started high and then after months are like, wow, Bob, this is, you know, I still need you, but I don't need you like every single day. And so that is 1350 for 12 weeks. So people have to be motivated. They have to be inspired. Are you a tough coach? I'm not really a tough coach. I mean, I kind of, <clears throat> for the highest tier, I, I, I can, because that's what they need, right? That's what they're paying me for. They want me to be that tough daily coach, but no, because my clients, like I say, they're doctors, they're executives. I'm not going to yell them, right? They know, <laughs> right? They're no, right? you should yell at them. They need to be yelled at. No, because they're hardcore on themselves, right? They already, they know. And if, you know, I have a sweet client and she, you know, she works out three days a week. I'm fine with that. You know, it, it's her comfort level. It's her because everyone is at such a different journey. And, but I do like getting to know my clients, their personalities, because, you know, I, I, after a while, I kind of know, okay, I need to be a little tough, a little tough love, and they're going to be able to handle it, right? So if, if someone has a little body dysmorphia, I would not want them to be on fed up because you have to weigh yourself every day. That's not going to work with someone who, you know, or has an eating disorder. I have some clients. Yes. Have, so I got a piano piano with them, right? It's okay. It's like, you know, it's a real thing. And, and that was me. I didn't have an eating disorder kind of, cause I wouldn't eat. Right. So I've been there and the body dysmorphia, you know, it's like, I grew up, you know, gotta be skinny and, you know, it's just a whole thing in America. So I am very understanding. I have four, you know, four sons myself, very understanding with the family dynamics. However, I have to be a little tough sometimes. Cause I can, you know, have to, tell if they're given an excuse right because they they don't want to uh, do something so yeah they don't have to be 100 motivated i like it and that's ideal but a lot of them are and that's where that you know the middle or the top tier comes in that i can box you know pop on and kind of the walkie talkie and, and send them a, a voice message in my last question to you bar because you've been so kind to give me all of your outstanding recommendations suggestions and tough love here do you think women are harder on themselves this generation than before? I think we're more open about it. I mean, I'm trying to think about my mom, you know, they just didn't complain about things, right? They didn't, they didn't, I think we're pretty hard on ourselves. I mean, I, I think so. I'm, I don't know if I'm hard on myself. I just kind of get things done. And when I don't, you know, it's like, I think it, it's a tough it's a tough age. And I think the younger people have it even worse off than us because of social media. Unfortunately, I think we all know that. So it's just, um, I don't know. I think it's just a, it's a slippery slope. I think a lot of women are, are pretty tough on themselves and they don't give themselves credit. They don't even 
when I thought, oh, women are giving themselves self-care, there's a lot of gals that don't. They no, haven't. They're not, they're not giving themselves a kind of grace they should. Yeah, they don't. They're, they're not there yet. I like to see that a little bit more. Yeah. On that, we do agree. So thank you, Barb Hawk and Barb Hawk and wellness, everybody. Thank you thank for you. being my guest. Thank you so much. And just remember, you can eat well, live healthy, and feel sexy during the change with my Hot Times book, along with Barb Hawk and Wellness. Have a beautiful week, my friends, full of love, happiness, and shalom. Shalom uvracha. And please don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.